Clinical Issues by Byron Burlingame Temperature and Humidity in the OR Question What does AORN currently recommend for temperature and humidity levels in the OR? What should we do if they go out of range? And where can we find this information? Answer The temperature and humidity ranges that are stated in the AORN, Guideline for Design and Maintenance of the Surgical Suite, are based on recommendations from the American Society of Heating, Refrigerating, and Air Conditioning Engineers. The values listed are intended to be design guidelines, but they are frequently used as operational values. According to AORN, the American Society of Heating, Refrigerating, and Air Conditioning Engineers, and the Facility Guidelines Institute, the temperature in an OR should be 65 degrees Fahrenheit to 75 degrees Fahrenheit, 20 degrees Celsius to 24 degrees Celsius, and the humidity should be between 20 and 60%. The temperature in the OR may be intentionally adjusted for a limited period of time related to the needs of the patient or procedure and occupant comfort. Patient-related reasons for temperature adjustments include raising the temperature for procedures that involve infants or neonates, trauma victims, or patients with extensive burns who are undergoing skin grafts. A procedure-related example is when a surgeon requests an increase or decrease in the OR temperature to alter methyl methacrylate setting time. The reasons for raising or lowering the OR temperature for personal comfort are unrelated to the patient and are performed to make occupants who are too hot or too cold feel more comfortable. The AORN, Guideline for Design and Maintenance of the Surgical Suite, describes the steps to follow when a variance occurs in either the temperature or the humidity ranges. An interdisciplinary team, including a perioperative nurse, an infection preventionist, a surgeon, a facility plant engineer, sterile processing personnel, and facility and perioperative manager, should be formed to determine what actions to take when the temperature or humidity are not in compliance with the desired ranges. Each of these members are important to the team because they have the necessary expertise to identify the conditions present that require remediation. For example, the engineer can identify how much damage has occurred to the sheetrock on the walls and whether it needs to be replaced. The perioperative nurse can identify whether the supplies and instruments are contaminated. The team members identified here are examples. A facility may not have personnel in all of the positions listed in the example. For example, the perioperative RN and the infection preventionist may be the same person. However, the individuals available should possess the necessary expertise. After the team has been assembled, they should perform an environmental assessment to determine whether supplies, equipment, or the perioperative environment show signs of damage or contamination, for example, sweating, discoloration. When the temperature or humidity is higher or lower than the predetermined value, the functionality of the entire heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, HVAC, system should be evaluated to determine if any other parameters, for example, positive or negative airflow or pressure, are non-compliant. The assessment should determine if there are visible effects present, for example, condensation on the walls or floor of the OR, the amount of time that has lapsed since the variance occurred, and the degree or severity of the variance. While performing this assessment, the team should also determine the cause of the variance, 
for example, a malfunction in the HVAC system, a change in the external environment. After determining the cause, the team then needs to determine when repairs can be completed. Based on the information gathered during the assessment, the team should determine if any short-term corrective measures are needed. Short-term corrective measures might include rescheduling or redirecting procedures to areas of the surgical suite where the HVAC system is functioning within normal parameters, delaying elective procedures and limiting surgical procedures to emergency procedures only, closing the affected ORs, or taking no action other than continuing to monitor the situation. The team should also determine if the restorative measures are needed, and if so, which of the measures can be performed before and which measures must wait until after correcting the temperature or humidity variance. Restorative measures might include performing terminal cleaning when there is evidence of contamination on surfaces and reprocessing internally processed supplies and instruments if the sterility of the packages has been compromised. The team should make this determination based on the policy and procedure covering evidence-related sterile storage. If manufacturer sterilized supplies appear to be compromised, items from the area to prevent inadvertent patient use and perform an inventory of the supplies. The inventory assists with reordering supplies and provides documentation of loss for insurance purposes. The manufacturer of the supplies should also be consulted to determine if the supplies can be used because they are impermeable to moisture, if they can be reprocessed, or if they must be discarded. After taking an inventory, team members should procure replacements for the discarded supplies. The team also needs to determine whether the variance in temperature or humidity has affected any of the fixed or mobile medical equipment. If the equipment has been compromised, it should be removed from service until it has been repaired or verified as fully functional and safe to use. The literature search completed for the guideline for design and maintenance of the surgical suite did not reveal any evidence to assist in determining the precise temperature, humidity values, or time frame for being non-compliant when deciding which of the interventions to perform. The determination has to be made based on the assessment and knowledge that extended exposure to out-of-range conditions increases the potential for contamination. A team member should document the results of the assessment, the actions taken, and any additional rationale for actions taken. The interdisciplinary team should decide who is responsible for the documentation and where it should be stored. A perioperative nurse may complete the documentation and keep it in the OR, or the facility plant engineer may complete it and store it in the plant operations department. Each facility should have a policy and procedure detailing the actions to be taken by anyone who is aware or suspects a variance has occurred in any of the HVAC settings.